0: Welcome to Ask an Adaptive Horseback Riding Instructor. My name is Sabra Popoli and I am that instructor. I'm also the owner and founder of Hoof Falls and Footfalls, and I specialize in providing online accessible education to instructors and professionals in the equine assisted activities and therapies industry. And I also work on uh, instructors by helping them grow and develop and learn new techniques so that they can excel and better serve the students that they work with. So make sure you check out hooffallsandfootfalls.com. I also have a podcast, Facebook page, YouTube channel, and I also run a collaborative project called the Intuitive Instructor Club along with other wonderful certified professionals. And at the time of recording, we have over 50 hours of content right now that's been specifically geared towards instructors and professionals in the equine assisted activities and therapies industry. And we release at least two new hours of content every month. So make sure you check that out, intuitiveinstructorclub.com. All right. So on to the question for this episode, and this question was submitted by multiple instructors, and it's also a question that I frequently talk about with instructors that I do mentoring and coaching with, um, because this. question involves volunteer management and as you probably know, volunteer management is usually a big piece of what instructors have to do in an adaptive riding lesson. So the question that is asked is how do I address a volunteer or correct a problem with a volunteer during a class without it coming off as me attacking them or a negative comment? How do I get them to receive the feedback well in the moment and kind of fix that problem? So, really good question. I know I've personally encountered that problem probably hundreds of times of how do we um, have a volunteer correct something that's going on, but have it come off in a gentle way but not too gentle so that we know that it's an important thing that does need to be solved at that time. So for the sake of discussion, I'm going to set up kind of a little sample class here uh, to talk about because the suggestion that I'm going to give that will help uh, remedy this solution does require a little bit of context. So let's say for example you're an instructor out in the arena and you have a class of students. Your students have varying numbers of volunteers. Let's say one student has a horse lead and the other two have a horse lead and one or two sidewalkers. So in this group lesson you have multiple students and you have multiple volunteers. So when we get to the point where we notice something going on with a volunteer that we need to fix, the best way to go about it, so that it doesn't come off as an attack on that volunteer, and um, it's usually more well received, is if we start with a group reminder or a group correction. So let's say you notice one of the horse leaders, so they're leading the horse for your students in your class, one of the horse leaders is holding the lead rope too tight. And you want to fix that because you want to make sure that the horse stays happy, they're not impeding the motion of the horse, and all the stuff that goes along with holding lead rope too tight. So what I would do is I would call out, hey horse leaders, let's go ahead and let's do a quick hand check on our lead ropes, let's make sure that we're uh, in the proper location, we have our hand in the proper location, I usually have them hold about 12 to 18 inches away from the buckle, so I would use that as the example. Um, so horse leaders, let's do a hand check and make sure our hands are on the appropriate location on the leave rope and that's going to go ahead and help our horses keep moving out and make sure our students are able to also be involved in the reining and the direction of their horse so not only as the instructor did i give a what needs corrected i also gave a why and usually giving a why if you have time in the moment Um, if it's not an immediate safety concern, also helps to soften that correction. Now, what if the volunteer that you were aiming that reminder at didn't catch that reminder? Well then what I would do is I would then go from a group reminder to then addressing the team of that student. So I might say, hey Jimmy's team Let's make sure that the lead rope is um, being held with our hand 12 to 18 inches away from the horse's head, and that's because Jimmy's really going to work on reining in this upcoming pattern that we're going to be doing. So you can also, as the instructor, toss in another Y where it's framed kind of in a student context. So I'm asking that horse lead to fix the hand position on the lead rope, not just because I want them to fix it, well, Jimmy does need to be able to steer the horse a little bit better or be more involved in the steering and so I'm asking the horse leader to slide their hand down. If they still don't get that, then I might have that team come on in the middle or do a pass down the center line by me as I do a tack check or whatever it might be and I might discreetly say um, let's say horse leader Sarah hey Sarah can you go ahead and can you slide your hand down to this location on the lead up? and I might point to the exact location where I want her hand um, and I I might also add in um, you know I, I'll add in more discussion after the class but for right now let's keep our hand right here and I will definitely give you more how's and why's after class and let's see if there's something I can do as the instructor to help set you up for success during the next lesson so we go from a group reminder then a team reminder then an individual reminder in kind of the most discreet way that we can and that is assuming that the thing that we need to fix with the volunteer is not an immediate emergency um, safety concern if it were an emergency or a huge safety concern, I would probably skip the first two and not do the group or not do the team and just go directly to addressing that volunteer in the moment. And once the situation has been made more safe or or it's gotten resolved, then I would say, hey, thank you so much for you know quickly fixing that. Um, and here's why we needed to fix this so quickly. I apologize if I came off as abrupt, but this is why I wanted to address it right in that situation. So when we're talking to our volunteers and when we're asking them to fix things, don't only tell them what to fix, but also include how to fix it. So how can they do better at the thing that you're asking them to do, but also include whys, give them context. So just like we should be giving our students, What to do, how to do it, and why to do it. We should also be doing that for our volunteers. So, I hope that helps you guys when it comes to addressing volunteers in class and um, having your corrections come off as um, non-attackative and more of a positive, helpful feedback to the volunteer instead of a negative thing. Um, And I would also just suggest, too, on top of the other things that. Uh, I brought up before is look at the situation and see if there's something you can do as the instructor to better set your volunteer up for success. So say for example, hand position on the lead rope. If that's a continuous problem, maybe put a visual marker on the lead rope of where that hand position needs to be so that you give your your volunteers a very concrete location to hold. If there's another problem that you notice happening multiple times during class or Throughout multiple classes, see if you can find the root cause of it, and see if you can find something to help your volunteers be more successful, or maybe maybe make your communication uh, more clear, or maybe add something into a volunteer training or volunteer refresher. So, make sure you are. Teaching and guiding and coaching your volunteers at the same time that you are teaching and guiding and coaching your students. If you put good teaching technique and communication skills into practice with your students, you should also be putting those into practice with your volunteers.